Hey moms, I am so honored to share this space with you and to be able to welcome you to Beyond Motherhood Radio. Here we will talk all things motherhood and parenting, relationships, mindset, child development, and tapping into your purpose, all to help you live your most aligned and best life. My name is Brittany and I am married to my high school sweetheart, a mother to four children under the age of six, a certified parenting coach and former elementary school teacher turned stay-at-home mom. I'm on a mission to help you raise amazing human beings, live your purpose, and stay somewhat sane in the process. If you're ready to go beyond motherhood, let's jump in. Welcome back to Beyond Motherhood Radio. It is your host, Brittany LaJoy, and today we have another Quick Tip Tuesday. It has been a while since I've shared a Quick Tip Tuesday episode, and I wanted to bring this idea to you today because I know that it is something that you need right now. I am currently sitting in my car recording this episode while on vacation, and I just needed to get it out to you because I didn't want to waste another week. At the time of this recording and release, it is the middle of the summer, which for many of us means that our routines are off, our schedules are close to non-existent, and there's just a greater level of freedom all around. And I love summer. I actually love the freedom that it brings, but Over the past couple of years, it's taken a very conscious effort to embrace that flow of summer or else, honestly, I might go crazy if I'm constantly feeling like I need control. And with the freedom of summer, I'm also reminded that it is a time for kids to fully express themselves as well. And in my opinion, summer is a time of true childhood. I think probably if you look back, many of your most memorable memories have been created in the summertime and it that obviously comes with the good the bad and the ugly and because summer it presents the most amazing family and childhood memories but it can also be very tiring emotional and energy charged as well and this is both for kids and for parents Perhaps you're spending more time with your kids or they're spending more time with each other. It's three months, but truly so much growth happens for kids in the summer. When I was a teacher, you would look back and you would say, what happened to that child coming back in first grade? They grew so much, literally like physically grew and then emotionally grew as well. Just a good time for growth. All that to say, you might have some really annoying times right now or a really annoying child. And I'm using that word annoying because I just feel like it encompasses so much. And I try to kind of figure out a different word to use that's a little less harsh. But I think that that's the most apt description I can think of. Just the kid who's just pushing your buttons and it's almost as if they are everything they do. If they look at you a certain way, it becomes like infuriating for you. You know what I mean? They're hanging on your leg when it's a hundred degrees out. They don't want to leave the playground, even though you've been there for 12 hours. This child is the one who can't win in your eyes right now. And it's almost as if they're playing a game of whack-a-mole with every one of your buttons. You know what I'm describing here. You know the kid or you know the situation. So here's my quick tip on how to move through this and how to move through this time. Things to help you get over the annoyance of this particular child or multiple children. And if you are a parent of multiple children, you know that that, that you may start to feel annoyed by a different child like every week. This child might switch every other week. So hold on to these ideas. First, 
remember that our children read us. They read us so well. They read our energy. They read our nervous system. They can tell how we're feeling about them. And sometimes they might even express that. And as much as we as the parents might not want to hear how they're actually feeling about us or how we are perceiving that we feel about them, it actually might benefit us to listen, even if it's hurtful and we might want to defend ourselves. Instead, we can get curious. You hear me say that a lot on this podcast, getting curious. Through the tears, your child might say, you love blank more. You love Shelby more. Although you might want to jump in and say, no way, that's crazy. I don't love Shelby more. What are you talking about? Take a step back, take a breath and ask yourself, what might this child be saying to you? For a child, a simple act of showing more affection to one child might be an indicator that you love them more. Again, in these moments, tune in and get curious. I'm going to give you an exact example of what happened in our family um, just the other day, actually. We were at the park and we were headed to the car to get water. I was a little behind grabbing some things from the table that I had left there while we were playing. And I asked my two kids and and the baby at the time to stop and wait because the parking lot was just like over a hill and I wouldn't be able to see them if they had headed any further. So I asked them to stop. They stopped for a second and then they ran ahead all the way to the car and it was super unsafe. I made the decision that at that point when they did not listen, we had to leave the park. And let me tell you, it would have been so much easier to just go back up the hill and continue playing and brush it off as like, okay, that was unsafe. Please don't do that again. But I needed to honor that boundary of safety with my kids because I know that this particular child, having done this, if they were given the leeway to, okay, I know that that was wrong, but I'll go back and play again. If they were given that leeway and I did not hold that boundary, it would have happened again. So I really needed to stay strong in the boundary and honor it and honor the safety component because I know that that would, again, happen again if I let that go any further. Based on her reaction, you would have thought that I told my daughter that she would never be able to have ice cream ever again in her entire life. She was hysterical about leaving the park. And through her tears, the root cause of her sadness emerged. She was hysterical about leaving the park and it was not about leaving the park at all. It was because she had requested to go to this park in particular and she had been requesting it for a couple of days and we finally made it there and it was just her and her younger brother and so it was a little uh, more, more concerned with her, right? So she had more attention. She had I pushed her on the swing for a longer period of time. It was just, she really enjoys that park in particular. So having to leave that park, not on her terms, was very hard for her. And what it came down to is that she said that I don't love her as much as I love her brothers. And I got curious here because I wanted to defend myself. I wanted to say, no, that is absolutely not true. I love you all very much. I love you all the same, but I didn't. And I said, I'm hearing you say that I don't love you as much as I love the boys. Can you tell me why you feel that way? This is not a quick thing. This was a good 35, 40 minutes of her bawling in the car, talking about it, asking what she needs. Like this is a long process and I don't have the time to do this every single time. 
And you don't have the time to do this every single time. But when you do have the time to get curious, it elicits so much good. It brings out so much understanding between you and your child that it makes it so worth it. But stay in the trenches here. Okay, so I said, I hear you say that you think that I don't love you as much as I love the the other ones. And she says, yes, give me an example or tell me why you feel that way. You let them do things that you say no to me. Okay, I hear you. I'm understanding what you're saying. I see that. And then we go back, we circle back a little bit to, okay, what is my job as your, as your parent? Again, I wanted to defend, I wanted to say that is not true, but I didn't because in her eyes, that's how she's feeling. Even if in my eyes, everything is equal. Yes, they may get different things or they may be able to experience things in different ways, but to me, it's still equal to her. It's not. And that's the key here. We're reading our child. Our child is the one who is in the driver's seat when it comes to their emotions. We don't get to determine that. We don't get to decide if they're right, wrong, or indifferent when they're feeling a certain way. Just like nobody else gets to decide whether we're right, wrong, or indifferent when we feel a certain way as an adult. It's all on them. So long story short, very long story short, We got to the root cause. She just wants some more one-on-one time. And I can definitely provide that with the help of, you know, the support of my family, the support of my husband. We can make that time to give her the one-on-one attention and the need that she is craving. And so it's been a long summer with her and it's been a long summer with all of my kids. We've, We've had a great, great full summer, but that also as I said at the top of the show, makes that a long, tiring, and energy, uh, energy sucking, if you will, uh, summer as well. Since this experience, I have given her one-on-one time and she does feel valued and she does feel the love, but it was up to her to share that with me. And unfortunately, it came out through tears. Unfortunately, it came out through hysteria and it came out through, you know, people at the park watching this situation. But again, my job is not to make the people at the park comfortable. It's to get to the root cause of my child's tantrum. And so that's what we did. Now, here are a few things that you can do to get yourself out of your funk and back into seeing the good in your child. And again, we're going back to the annoyance. Like this child is like pushing all of your buttons. And 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 I'm actually, when I, when I, came up with this topic and was thinking about this topic, I actually wasn't thinking about my daughter. And I don't want to expose my kids here. I don't want to like pinpoint the kid, but I I think it's important to share that these are things that are happening in my life with, with my particular kids. So let's jump in here. Give them the energy. What does that mean? Give your child the positive energy that they need. And for me, I get the biggest bang for my buck when I'm giving them physical energy and I'm, and I'm in their physical space and I'm giving them um, physical touch, if you will. Kids are, are very intuitive, so they can feel the energy and the type of energy that you're providing for them and with them. And in their physical space, that's just another layer of giving them positive connection. The next one is to start obsessing over their awesome qualities. Write them down, post them on sticky notes, share them in places in your house that you need to be reminded of how freaking awesome your child is, how funny they are, 
How, how curious, how wondrous, how carefree, how silly. And you can tell them or not, but write it down for yourself in your journal every morning. Just write, my child is, you know, one, two, three, four, five, and keep that in the front of your mind. Another thing you can do is start to think about who this child could be, not who they are right now. So if you are in a state, a time of real annoyance, everything is pushing your buttons, we're not thinking about that because that will manifest into more of that. We're thinking about who they will be, who they could be, and, you know, it could be who they'll be in a week, but it also could be who they'll be in five years. And then I get to say, hey, this is hard now. This is really hard now, but imagine what they're going to be or who they're going to be. So let's think about that too. And the next thing is we're constantly giving our kids affirmations. You're so beautiful. You're so strong. We're constantly giving our kids these positive affirmations. But are we really believing them? Because again, our kids can read our nervous system. They can read our energy. And if we're not telling the truth, they know it. And then lastly, just so we can finish up here today, there is no way that your kids are not feeling your energy, even if it's subconscious. Okay, so if you're feeling annoyed and you don't even know that you're feeling annoyed, but you know you're feeling something, they know it. And so if it takes a matter of you going into another room, taking a deep breath, putting your feet in the ground, listening to a little music or listening to a little podcast, something quick that you can access in these moments, because they're again, they're going to be able to know that you are annoyed and it's going to heighten their desire for an unmet need. They're going to need more things from you when you're in an annoyance state. That's counterproductive for us as the parent, but that's what's gonna happen. So if we are looking to eliminate the annoyance, we need to eliminate the annoyance in ourselves first. Easier said than done, of course. If we're really believing what we say and what we feel, then they'll feel that. I guess what we're getting at here is just be totally authentic with your kids. So patience, love, understanding, and finding the good, this is how we can go from annoying to awesome. And remember, before you know it, you will be out of this blip in time. It will be another thing that you will work through, but that's why you're here. And that's why you're tuning into this type of podcast. You have a desire to show up for yourself and for your kids every day, even in the heart. And that's commendable. Have a great and beautiful week. Remember, we have a new email address, beyondmotherhoodradio at gmail.com. If you have any topics you'd like to share, feedback, suggestions, go ahead and send us an email. All right. Take care. I hope you loved today's episode. And if you did, would you share it with another mom friend? We cannot support each other enough these days. And perhaps sharing this podcast will bring some light to someone else in your life. Feel free to leave a rating and review so that we can continue to have more important parenting conversations together. See you next time.